In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, um, I'm going to talk about financial infidelity. I'm sure everybody knows what infidelity is. It's, you know, you know, being cheating on someone. Right? Uh-huh. But we're going to talk about financial infidelity and the effects that that has. Uh, and I'll tell you some stories about some some recent experiences I've had with clients, not by name, of course, but in general. And uh, yeah, it's, I think it's an important topic to cover and it happens probably quite more than you would suspect. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Stay with me, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. The Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back to you, Matt. I know Matt was was not with us the last time we recorded, but you know, uh, he uh, is here now. So you know, life finds a way. Yep, it does. It th- <laughs> things happen, you know. So good to have you back, my friend. I was busy watching movies. Yeah, life yeah. finds catching a up, way. You know, catching up on on stuff. So we're here in the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios. Do that podcast hanging stuff. Hanging out right. and uh, doing a podcast. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And again, shout out to Podcast Your Voice, of course. Thank uh, you for that. And I will say something. Uh, again, for those of you who've considered ever doing a podcast, uh, podcastyourvoice.com, um, I've noticed since, uh, so, so long story short, not to bore, bore you listeners out there with the details, but we, we had a change as far as uh, the, the, the podcast company that I was, so, so Matt, Matt right. and Jamie have been with, with us from the beginning, but there was a transition of, of responsibilities, Okay, let's say. I like that word. So, but since then, and, and since we changed over to the platform, which is Buzzsprout, mm-hmm. I've seen an... Uh, um, an exponential increase in downloads. It, it's your show. It has nothing to do with well, the studio. Well, it could. It, no, but I think it has something to do with that um, because, you know, the, the I think that was a good change as far as, as where it was going through. Fair. You know, I won't mention the last okay. one. But no, you're good. But no, Buzzsprout is fantastic. They uh, give you all the data. I have, um, just as, as an announcement, it happened a couple weeks ago. I think we reached 700 downloads at one That's point. That's huge. So, yeah. That's great. Congratulations. So, um, thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Um, cheers, brother. Plastic and, uh, So yes. again, uh, shout out to Podcast Your Voice. And if you guys, again, out there, you want to do a podcast on whatever, you know. Do on, it. Um, insects. You can do it. What did you Somebody say? will listen. Insects. Oh, insects. Insects. I, I, I not insects. Oh. <laughs> or that too. There's a lot of people would listen to that. <laughs> What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> wow, that almost took a bad turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Well, I could make a bad term here because you, you never know. It's, uh, you know. Boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Wow. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. So where can folks find you? Let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Um, go on the website. Look around. All kinds of good stuff on there. 
my social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which all are all Motor City Hypno. That's H-Y-P-N-O. And as we do on every episode, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide. It's a two-page PDF that just kind of breaks down what hypnosis is, what it's not. It's always in the show notes. Just click that link. You'll, you'll, you'll get an email directly to you. Just something good to have. Maybe maybe you've wondered or wanted to read a little bit more. Uh, it's not definitely not an in-depth guide. Uh, but if you want to hear an in-depth guide, go back a few episodes and listen to my Secrets of the Stage series yes. on the podcast because we gave a lot of inside information you really did. as were, far as what happens on stage. Were there three episodes? Four. There were four. Oh, geez. Four. So, yep. fantastic. Yeah, we, we had a lot to cover in that. Right. So, yeah, grab your uh, free hypnosis guide. Totally free. Woohoo. So it's time. Here we go. For our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. So this week's winner is actually strangers. They're people who are just online. So so let me tell you the the um the, the, the person's name is Kevin Ford. So how, Kevin Ford is a food service employee, worked for Burger oh, King. Oh, okay. I was going to say, so how do you start the conversation? Yep. What are you wearing? So Kevin <laughs> Kevin Ford, he, he worked for Burger King for 27 years. And he posted an Instagram video unwrapping his gift from Burger King because not only did he work there for 27 years, he's never missed a day. Wow. Perfect attendance for 27 years. Congratulations on that. So Kevin Ford opens his his gift on on Instagram. Uh-huh. It contained a reusable Starbucks cup, candy, a pen, and a movie ticket. Congrats. Not two movie tickets, just a one. single movie ticket. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so after seeing this, that the, this this kind of uproar got started. Like why why would Burger King just give him a bunch of crap in a bag right for 27 years of perfect attendance so so just to clarify and I'm going to let Burger King off the ra- off the hook on this uh-huh. and we'll get to it later in the story that this this was a group gift from his fellow people not the corporation okay okay so that was an engaging manager he had okay yes so the original unwrapping video was viewed 2 million times though not everyone was as happy and understanding as Kevin who said thank you for every item he received. So that's first thing. He opens this bag, has a cup, some candy, a pen, and one single movie ticket. <laughs> Was it a Burger King yeah. pen or a <laughs> yeah, McDonald's pen? That's a good question. <laughs> but as he opened it, he he thanked He said, oh, this is great. Thank you for that. He, he was very, he's very humble and appreciative. Right. As you would expect somebody who worked 27 years without missing a day might be. Right. So, you know, that's a no really small good feat. guy. That's no small feat at all. So on, on the TikTok version of the video, one person said, did they really only give him one capitalized <laughs> movie ticket, though? Right. <laughs> uh, and then somebody else on Reddit said, he, he's so humble and kind about it. This pisses me off so much. He des- deserves so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ford's daughter, uh, Serena, set up a GoFundMe in the aftermath Writing indeed that he never missed a shift of work. He never called off. He never missed a day in 27 years. Okay. So she said in, in, in the GoFundMe, the man in that video is my father. He originally began working at this job as a single father when he gained custody of me and my older sister 27 years ago. Serena added, in no way are we asking for money or is he expecting any money, 
but if anyone feels like blessing him, he would love to visit his grandchildren. Mm. So that's kind of why the GoFundMe was set up, so that he could have money to visit his grandchildren. Okay. And just over a week, this delicate call for mutual appreciation of a good man who works at the Burger King at Las Vegas McCarran International Airport. Wow. I may have met this guy. Because I go to McCarran quite a bit. Do you? Going, going to Vegas. Yeah, because right. I, I, I'm not, unfortunately, I can't do the conference. I usually go to a conference in Vegas every summer, Hypnothos okay. Live. It's right. a hypnosis conference. So you've been through that airport. So you I've been through have, that airport yeah. numerous times. I know I've probably been to that Burger King. So, so you've got no, maybe, I've met, maybe I've met Kevin. So he's handed you a Whopper with cheese? He may, he may have. And chicken fries? No, possibly. <laughs> possibly. Um, so they amassed, this GoFundMe amassed... Mm-hmm. $250,000. Holy crap. Okay. Including $5,000 from comedian David Spade. Nice. Yeah. I and thought the, you were going to say in movie tickets, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the GoFundMe raised four movie tickets so Kevin could take his friends. <laughs> wow. Oh, good for you. In a pair of statements, Burger King, the restaurant Mr. Ford works in, and HMS Host, the staffing company that mans it, explained the gift was a peer-to-peer recognition and not a franchise award. Okay. So that I wanted to clarify that up front so people right. wouldn't start gotta, you know, gotta CYA peppering Burger yeah. King. Um, so the quote from him was, For all those years you feel unappreciated, but you do get just you do get up just like everybody else. You do your job, and for somebody to show this appreciation is just overwhelming, Ford told today mm-hmm. in an interview. It's like I've been in a dream for almost two days now. It's just so beautiful and awesome. Nice. So, yeah. So, to all the strangers who donated, kudos yeah. to you, man. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, and, and, to, and to Kevin. Yeah, honestly. I want to get his last name right. Kevin Ford. Yes. Kevin Ford. Kevin Ford. What, he, he's a win. For anybody who works for 27 years and never misses a day. Right. Uh, you should get some kind of recognition. I, better I don't get, care where you're working. I better get two pens. Yeah, I, I, and two movie tickets so I can take someone with me. And, and two bags of candy and not just one. So I can take, yeah, so I can go to the movies. <laughs> <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. And my five cents off every future Starbucks <laughs> cup he's, of coffee after he's that. probably like, what the, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> one movie ticket? <laughs> No, thank you so much. That was very, very pleasant. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing that story with so us. So, Kevin Ford and all the people who donated, fantastic. Great story. That's how winning is done. Fantastic. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, back to it. So, this episode is brought to you by the Motor City Hypnosis Academy. Motor City Hypnosis Academy is really me, but I'm doing a training, in-person training, hopefully in August. Dates are not set yet because that depends on um, how many people we get, and uh, but but those will be nailed down fairly soon here. I will most definitely be available now. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But. So, what this academy is, it's five days of, of eight hours per day, so 40 hours of hypnosis training. So if you've ever wanted to learn hypnosis, now maybe you want to learn just to, just to have a hobby or fun, or maybe you want to be the hit at uh, Thanksgiving dinner with your family. Um, maybe you want to use it for yourself or for friends to kind of help them with issues, or maybe you actually want to practice. Maybe you want a career change. 
Um, a lot of people change careers later in life. Mm. I mean, a lot of people do. It happens. So tell me how you feel about those mashed potatoes over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want do you want that dry turkey to taste moist? I can make you think that. <laughs> Could be the best turkey you've ever had. You know, if it's if it's if it's not wet, it's How are you going to wipe a table with this little it's not even wet. <laughs> so yeah, or like I said, you might want to have a change of careers. Maybe you want to maybe you want to see people from for and, and get paid to do hypnosis on people Honestly, that yeah. want to change things like mm-hmm. stop smoking, losing weight, sports performance enhancement, re, uh, removing fears and phobias. I can go through my whole litany of business. lists of everything, business success, yeah. personal success. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, really, it covers anything, anything that you need to change in thinking and hypnosis can be effective. So yeah, um, go to my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com, click on the Academy link, and there's a link there on that page where uh, it will come directly to me. So if you're interested in being a part of this program and again, learning and getting certified as a hypnotist, hypnotherapist, hypnotherapist, the title is dependent on your state, but we'll, we'll, we can talk about that. Right. Um, definitely uh, click on that link. Uh, the I'll get your information and uh, you will hear, uh, get all the details as far as when that will be and uh, cost involved and all of that. Perfect. So yeah, MotorCityHypnotist.com, click on Academy and hit me up there. Perfect. Alan so checked in. Motor. Alan. Great Friday, Alan. Mm-hmm. Happy 4th. Happy 4th to you, Alan. And as usual, Alan, we want to know. The, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Probably having tacos. It's Friday. Probably. If that's a usual. They, uh, I can say, Alan, you are a creature of habit. If you guys do tacos every single Friday. I wonder, though, like if you went out of town, would you have to go somewhere and get tacos on Friday night? You take, the, you take that day off. <laughs> you, you might. You might take that day off. <laughs> You're on vacation. That's what vacation's for is to take yourself out of the norm, Yeah, but, right? but if you want, if it's, if it's tacos on Friday, that has to happen. Maybe, you know. All right. Who knows? Creature of habit. So, yes. Um, so, again, Motor City Hypnosis Academy. So, today, folks, we're talking about infidelity. Now, you might say, oh, yeah, I know all about that. Well, not really talking about the infidelity you would think we're going to talk about, which is cheating on someone physically or having a sexual or romantic relationship with someone else. We're talking about financial infidelity, right? So I was just I was just talking with Matt before we before we started recording, and um, for some reason that just seems in the past I'm gonna say six months or so I've, I've I worked I've done I work with a lot of couples doing what I do, and I have for the last you know almost thirty years, twenty nine years I don't even know it's crazy it's been a long time, um, and you'd be surprised how many times finances come up as far as marital conflict. It's one of the biggest causes for it divorce. Is. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. And, and the big thing is it's not even just, how should I say this? It's not even like being irresponsible because a lot of people are irresponsible with finances. Single people can be irresponsible with finances. Of course. I think that the issue when it comes to financial infidelity is a deliberate deception of about finances right. or, or hiding something. So again, issues with finances can be, can be a major hurdle in, in a, in a um, committed relationship, whether you're married or not, even if you're living together, but if you're in a committed relationship and you're living and, and you're together, um, that can be a big issue. So U.S. News and World Report uh, did a recent survey and, and said that a third of couple, almost a third of couples, 30% 
are dealing with financial infidelity within the past year. So is there a definition of what financial infidelity actually is? Okay, yes. I'm going to give you a definition here. Financial infidelity is when a partner deliberately chooses not to tell the truth regarding money. Okay. That's very broad and general, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get into specifics in a few moments. Um, but while it can take on several forms, uh, the biggest, uh, in the survey, the biggest money-related lies that came up were secretive purchases was number one, hiding debts was number two, mm. And being dishonest about actual income was number three. So we're talking about secretive purchases, hiding debts, and dishonesty about income. So I had, um, in general, again, when I talk, when I tell you guys stories about clients, it's never specific. It's never, this is this is a conglomeration of, of experiences I've had over 30 years. But mm. numerous times I've had people come in, and, and one in particular I can remember because um uh, the woman had a got a call. She got a call from the bank, and they said something about we need your the the, the mortgage up to date by this date, or your home was going to go into foreclosure. And she was she had no idea that she was living in the home day to day, month to month, had no clue because because the, the husband controlled the finances. Question: Yes, was the spouse not was the, the was she working? She was working. Okay. Yes. Because another uh, definition of financial infidelity is financial infidelity is when couples with combined finances lie to each other about money. Mm-hmm. So if you have one person that does make all the money and the other person does not, right? is that considered financial infidelity? Th- that in and of itself, no. I would say just that just that arrangement. Because I've seen a lot, of, a, a lot of couples over the years where one works and the other one doesn't. Right. Male or female, doesn't matter. Um, just that in and of itself is not a big deal. Now, I will say, if one person works and the other one doesn't, I think the one who doesn't probably has the right to know how much money comes into the house. Right. Where does it go? I, I think that should be a common knowledge in a relationship. I, I think that would be common sense. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, the woman gets this call. She had no idea. She confronts the, the man about this, her husband. And it, it unfortunately, ended up he, he he'd been gambling for a number of months. It's a terrible addiction. And really, in in sitting in an office with two people, sometimes sometimes they'll sometimes people just come clean. And he said, "I, I really thought I could get it back." He says, "I didn't want I didn't want you to worry. I thought I could get it back." And isn't that what all gamblers? Well, think? Yeah, sure. That's that's the problem. <laughs> So, so that's just one. I, I, and take the gambling thing out of it. The, mm-hmm. the whole point of the thing was is that he was he was not being truthful and honest about their Finance. financial situation. Got it. So that's the big thing. So another another survey that was done uh, by the National Endowment for Financial Education okay. said forty three percent of all adults admit to financial infidel infidelity. So the big thing here is. It's more than money, although money is the important thing because, again, if you're if you can go into foreclosure, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's going to affect your family and your kids and your life. And that's typically the biggest uh, asset that you're going yes, to own in your life. Absolutely, is your house the biggest appreciating asset? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the biggest thing, the money is a big thing. Don't get me wrong. The, the biggest thing is a breach of trust. That is the that is the big problem that drives wedges into relationships that I see. Okay. Because what happens is if you find out your spouse is lying to you about money, 
what else are they lying about? Hmm. You know, what else might they not be telling the whole story about? Okay. What other things might they be doing that they're not sharing with you? It's crazy. I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> you don't know. I me. mean, you could do. You could. Be, it could be anything. You know. <laughs> what are you people on dope? <laughs> I mean. Uh, could be drugs. I mean, that, right. that's that's happened. It doesn't. Before. Ha- it could be something of the uh, of a troubled persuasion of drugs and or fi- infidelity. Actual right. cheating. Yeah, it could or, could be actual physical infidelity. Sure. Um, <laughs> or alcoholism. It yeah, could, it could be it could, so many yeah, things. It, it could be a lot of things. So, so the big thing is the breach of trust, and I think that's what breaks down most relationships. Most relationships break down with a breach of trust. Could be money could be whatever but 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 what we're talking about financial infidelity so and i mentioned a, a few moments ago financial irresponsibility okay. and, and there are two th- these are two different things and i'm and i'm and I'll, i'm gonna break it down just to make it clear go for it when it comes to money there's a there's a difference between straight up lying about it or just being <laughs> just being forgetful or or willy-nilly or, or unorganized or right Tiny you know, because whiny. because honestly, I I can tell you back in my wibbly wobbly, you know, when I was in college and right after, I I was single, I lived on my own. I I, I can tell you there there. You did know, you really have to a buy couple the, times? Did you have to buy the motorcycle, Dave? No, no, I never had a motorcycle. <laughs> never never did that. But I will say that, like, hey, you know, um, I want a Nintendo game system. I was say, did you need to buy that Macintosh? I, I bought a, I bought a Nintendo, and I, of course, at that point, I, I really couldn't afford it. But I thought, oh, I'll make more money, right? Yeah, you know, why not? I, you know, I got a credit card when I was in college. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm in school. Once I get out of school, I'll, I'll make pay, tons of money. I'll I can pay, pay it, it back. back yeah. Exactly. And before you know it, by the time I'm a senior in college, I'm like, oh, God, I'm like ten thousand dollars in debt. Wow, you're uh, that's actually pretty good. Well, I mean, but that does that doesn't even count student loans. Well, still, that's pretty well, good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, so so the thing is, there, there it can be. It, it, it if it's not want, I shouldn't say wanton. It's not really a desire to to be forgetful or to be to be irresponsible. It just happens sometimes. And then you learn, and then you get your, right. should get your shit together. Right. Um, but how the difference that, is, how much is that late fee? Yeah, straight up lying or just being irresponsible or forgetful because there are a lot of people and I and I know them, I deal with them. You know, I have a lot of clients who who just are I don't know if you call people you call them scattered, just okay. kind of little just, you know. Oh. Oh yeah, I I I forgot to make the house payment this month. How do you and, freak, and how, yeah. That, well, and and there's no there's no ill intent there. It's just right. oh. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, I made <laughs> They'll take my house. I forgot to oh, make that payment. Great Odin's Raven. <laughs> but I mean, some people are like that. You probably know some people that are like that. Mm. No? Mm. Oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? If no? you saw my face, you, you yeah. I've, oh, I've, you probably know. Yes, I, I've, yes, I've, I know. I've seen it. I've, I, I've yeah. seen it. I've never been a part of it personally. Right. But yeah. Um, so, so let me give you, a, I, I just throw out a couple of examples. So... If your spouse went to, I don't know, if your spouse went to Chick-fil-A three times in a week and didn't tell you, is that, is, is that financial infidelity? No. No. So, but now there are situations where, and, and I've worked with couples, that that would be a big issue. Sick. So, so we have to put things in perspective here. And again, I want to make sure this is clear because 
if if you <laughs> if you have a partner and you flip out because they went to get some fast food one day uh-huh. and you didn't know about it, it's that's, that's a bit they, extreme. Yeah, because they didn't offer you any. Well, not even that. Just that you didn't tell me you were going to spend four dollars and twenty three cents. So so there are some people are that controlling. Really, they are. Yeah. No, you got to take everything off the table. No, you've had your limit today. You drink water. Like that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. She would she would be yelling at him for spending four bucks at, at Chick-fil-A. Right. Yeah. So so th- th- that's not intentional. That That's not like a. a that's just you know, daily. Life. That's just a daily life. Yeah. Um, now I could say it could fall into the pot. It could fall into the category of irresponsibility, especially with if, your if well, with that, or 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 if you had had a conversation that said, "Hey, let's let's not do fast food. We're going to save money. Anything we'd spend for fast food, we're going to put somewhere else." You spend four dollars yeah. every day, right? That's twenty bucks a week times right. four. That's eighty dollars a month that you're spending on Chick Fil A. Now. Now, I will say this. If the husband said, you know what, I want some Chick-fil-A today, but I'm not going to tell her because I know she's going to freak out about it. Right. There, there, there's a communication issue here somewhere. Right. There, there's already an issue when in this start, relationship. When you start digging through your car for change <laughs> to pay for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't even know why I brought up Chick-fil-A. I don't, could be any restaurant. I don't know why I'm p- picking on Chick-fil-A, you know. Because it's pretty popular, yeah? It is. And they would say, No! No! Don't shut me up! Only on Sundays. So, so really what we're looking here, like I said, is, is specific deception or lying about finances. That That is what financial infidelity is um so here's here's i'm going to give you some signs here's some signs about financial infidelity okay um <laughs> there i i had this article that i pulled up that i was get, getting some information i see it says from. six signs of financial infidelity yep. yes um I, I want to use this quote because it's funny. I don't know about you, but financial infidel- infidelity is not something I want to invite over for pizza night. It's like inviting a bear into the front door and being shocked that it terrorized your brand new throw pillows. Like you should <laughs> be surprised, you know. Um, so that's why it is, is it is important to be open and honest with your partner about finances. Go on. So, go okay. It. Number one, hiding a purchase intentionally. Dollar amount wise? Is there? Does I, that put a dollar amount on it? I I would. I I don't think so. I, I I don't think there has to be a dollar amount depending on your relationship. Now, you know, if if you're in a if you're in a good relationship, I'll, I'll use mine for an example. You know, I've been married, you know, twenty six years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we've never balked at each other like, oh, I, what's on Amazon? What did you buy? We've never had right. that kind of back and forth. How come you got new shoes? Right, right, yeah, exactly, or something like that. And yeah. I know, but but I do know couples, and I've I've worked with couples who are like, she uh she she ordered a purse online or ordered shoes online, and it's but but see that's more of a communication and a relationship issue. Now here's the thing: if you knew your spouse was not going to be happy about it, it becomes different, even if it is just an innocent pair of shoes mm-hmm. or just something that you ordered online. So when they say hiding a purchase intentionally, what are they yes. referring to then? What I'm saying is if you buy something and you hide it from your spouse. Okay. Such is Yeah. Does it matter what it is? I don't think so. Okay. I I I think if you spend money and you intentionally hide it, there's an issue. There's some underlying issue there. Got it. 
there, there's an issue in the relationship. Okay. Um, getting cash back without telling your spouse, which kind of could be hiding a purchase intentionally, but hmm. you know, sometimes, um, you know, if you, if you, uh, I don't know, if you go to the ATM and withdraw 20 bucks every week and they you say getting tell- cash back without look, say when they say getting cash back, when you make that purchase, it'll ask you, do you want cash back? Mm-hmm. You can say yes or no. Right. And if you say yes, then you can get a couple extra bucks and that's what shows on the receipt, but it doesn't show that separate on the right. on the account. It just shows your entire withdrawal purchase. amount, Correct. the entire purchase that you made, right. plus right. the cash withdrawal, and that's what comes out of the statement. Right. So the spouse, the joint Might account holder, would not know. Right. So, see, and, and th- people think, well, so what? I just took ten bucks extra. I took twenty bucks cash back. Who cares? Who knows? Here's the thing: as long as your spouse knows that something that you could or may do. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And and see, we're putting everything into context here. If it's something you do and, and you do it because you're like, I wanna I wanna stockpile some money that my spouse doesn't know about, right. that that's where the problem comes right. in. Having a secret savings account. Well, of course. That would be I, totally I mean, infidelity. Th- yeah. th- there's a lot of couples out there. In fact, couples I work with that have been married for years and years that still have separate finances. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, Here's the thing. I don't think that's wrong necessarily if that's a system that you can make work for yourselves. what The, the danger in that, though, is that the other person has no idea what's going on on your end. Right. That's the difference. Now, if you guys have separate finances and you sit down every month and go over everything, mm-hmm. I think that's a fine system and it could work. Hey, this would fit into your budget this yeah. month and your budget exactly. this month. Exactly. And then you pay those throughout but, your but if But if, you're, if you don't share anything, that, that really leaves the other person in the dark and they kind of feel like, oh, what's going on? What are they doing? So mm-hmm. Okay. So, folks, we're going to come back. I have three more, and then I'm going to tell you how to overcome financial infidelity. Because um, uh, we don't, I, I don't want to rush through this, and, and um, we're close to being done. So, we're going to cover financial infidelity part two coming up next episode. If you're on Facebook Live, stay where you're at. We're going to be right back in about 60 seconds. If you're listening to audio, jump ahead for an episode. If it's not there yet, it will be there on Tuesday, the next Tuesday or Thursday. And if you are listening to the podcast, please subscribe, download, link, whatever you do to get the podcast. Like I said, I'm shooting for 800 downloads. Yep. We're at 778 as of the today sometime. There we go. So um, download it, connect to it, like it, recommend it, leave a review. That would also be very helpful. So we'll be back next episode, Financial Infidelity Part 2. Change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time.